Welcome to Close It Now, an HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Welcome to the Close It Now podcast. Sam Wakefield here, uh, your host with the most, and I am so excited to have uh, that guest on today. He is someone that I've actually followed for not a whole long amount of time, but also the second that I was turned on to his content and his message, I, it was instant alignment to the core values of this show. Uh, all you listeners out there, you know, we talk a lot about being a complete person being able to be a top performer and to just really dominate your market, dominate in all areas of your life and to be successful. Well, there's a lot of components to that and mindset is one of the most uh, most important ones. So today I am absolutely honored to introduce our guest to the show. You know, when I was studying up on him, this man spent 2007 days in prison developing the unstoppable mindset, the unstoppable 365 MFR self mastery program. I'm super excited to introduce to the show today, Mr. Sean Michael Crane. Thank you for joining us, sir. Yeah, man, absolutely. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, man, totally. So I, I love it, man. So give us a tidbit uh, for all the listeners that have never come across your content, never, you know, don't know anything about you. Give us a highlight reel, man. The most intriguing thing in that introduction when I was, you know, of course, studying is, you know, 2007 days in prison, developing your program and your mindset. Um, Tell us your story. Tell us your journey. How did you become doing what you're doing and what's your philosophy? Yeah, I mean, of course, the prison story intrigues people because, you know, a lot of people want to hear about prison and what it's like in there. Uh, A lot of people go to prison and they come out worse or they never come out at all, honestly. And not a lot of people have success after prison. But for me, like before I was incarcerated, my life was not ideal. As a kid growing up, I had a vision of who I wanted to be. I loved sports. I knew what I was capable of. I, was, I had certainty and belief in myself. But I went through a really dark stretch in my life where my home life was falling apart. My parents were battling addiction. I saw all these horrible things take place at home. And it just really affected me. I didn't know how to cope. I didn't know how to deal with the emotional effect of those situations. And at 14, I literally lost both my parents. My dad went to prison. My mother, her addiction basically took her away from us. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I was heartbroken. And I didn't know how to to deal with that situation. I ended up turning to drugs and alcohol myself in an attempt to numb out that pain. So from 14 to 23... I had no direction in life. I had nothing going for me. I was just lost. And then at 23, I got arrested and I Mm -hmm. was facing life in prison for a crime I didn't commit. I mean, that's, Mm. it's the craziest thing you could ever imagine sitting in a jail cell, knowing you're innocent, but no one believes you. And they're telling you that you're going to do 
a lot of time in prison. And yeah. what it did is it, man, it just shocked me to the system, you know, like to the very core of who I am, everything that I believe my own, like perception, my belief system, my identity, everything in life was completely challenged, you know? And I just really went through this kind of like this transformation in my jail cell, man, where mm -hmm. I got really honest with myself and, the first thing that stood out to me was all the stuff in my life I hadn't done. All the things that I wanted to do, the person that I wanted to be. I hadn't even mm -hmm. come close to living as that individual. And I was so yeah. ashamed of myself. I knew I went through tough things with my parents and life was, was hard. But I felt so ashamed because I let that like hold me back. I let that define me. I didn't go and play sports in college. I didn't push myself to become the person I wanted to be. And I was just overwhelmed with regrets. And I started using that as like a, a catalyst to change. Like instead of making that feel worse about myself and being more ashamed, I started using that to drive me each and every day. So mm -hmm. while I was in jail wait, awaiting my sentencing to know how long I was going to be in prison for, I just started taking action. I started working out every day. I started reading books. I started writing letters. I was just doing everything I could to better myself because of that feeling. I didn't yeah. want to feel that regret. I didn't want to feel ashamed of who I was. And so, you know, in the midst of taking those actions each and every day, it had a profound impact on my mindset as well. I started to see that I was like, I, I just started to feel proud of who I was. And that was a feeling I had lost for so long. I started going to sleep at night, literally in a jail cell thinking, wow, I'm feeling more accomplished today than I have ever in my life. I'm feeling more grateful for my life. And just for these little things I get to do, because there was no excuses. There was no holding sure. back. And a lot of people, they don't understand this. They're like, well, Sean, you were just in a jail cell doing push-ups and writing letters and reading books. But <laughs> it was it was the mindset that I was cultivating, you know, and it right. was so powerful. And that became a catalyst for what I was able to do in prison. I ended up going to prison and continuing to build upon those changes and that growth and achieve some really cool things. I got four college degrees while I was in prison, studied wow. everything from business to psychology to social and behavioral sciences and so here i am in my cell just writing studying like i'm a student you know every day i had a purpose and it was so cool because i would just immerse myself in my studies and i was falling in love with my education and then i used that education to observe guys around me to study the inmate population you know i was just like really uh transforming the way i thought and the way i operated mm -hmm. and then Every day I was working out. I was pushing my body to its limits because I, I just knew that being physically fit was important for me. And exercise was such a powerful catalyst for growth in all areas of life, forming discipline, building confidence. Right. You know, it's, it's literally the most empowering habit we can form is exercise. Nothing else has such widespread benefits as working mm -hmm. out well on your life. And so I realized that, man, it was a way to cope with my situation but sure. it was a way that I could also keep progressing. And so I was just doing those things every day. And, you know, it literally started changing my life in a very short period of time. It didn't matter that I was in prison. I was right. starting to really like build this vision and, and build this confidence and belief in myself that changed my whole life ever since. Mm -hmm. I love it, man. That is fantastic. So when you, um, so you, you had this big mindset shift, you started reading, obviously personal growth, is massive. We talk about personal growth a lot on this show uh, because you have to become someone better for things to change. We have to change, you know, the old Jim Rohn quote, you know, for things to get better, we have to get better. 
And so what were some of the, let's camp out there for a minute. What were you reading at the time? What do you remember? Was there like a key turning point or maybe a, a book or a few that were like big, really influential in your big mindset shift there? Or was it just more of a gradual thing? Well, reading's good. Anytime we're introduced to new information and can challenge beliefs or, you know, alter our perception, it's such a, a healthy transformative process. But really the first step for me was adjusting my perspective. So when I first got incarcerated, I was a victim and I was so distraught. Why is this happening to me? Why don't they believe me? I'm going to spend the rest of my life in prison. I'm never going to have a family. Like these were the things going through my mind. Mm -hmm. Or why did I waste my life? Why didn't I do this thing differently? Why didn't I do that thing? Like I was stuck in the past. So either I was dwelling on the past or I was scared and worried about the future. And so I was thinking about things outside of my control and I was exacerbating them because I was just hyper-focused on the negatives. And I realized I had to train my mind to think differently. That was the first step. Mm -hmm. So I started asking myself different questions. Instead of asking myself questions that really didn't have an answer or had negative answers, I started Mm -hmm. thinking, well, you know, Sean, what if you needed this experience to be incarcerated to change your life? Like, what if you needed to be incarcerated to get sober? And if you didn't get incarcerated, you would be dead or overdosed in a couple of years or just addicted for the rest of your life and living a miserable life. Right. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, well, what if you needed to be incarcerated to get away from those toxic relationships and really just figure out who you are and build a relationship with yourself? Sure. And then the, the ultimate one is, Sean, what if God has a plan for you and you can't see it right now, but this is a blessing in disguise that's going to change your whole life. And so it was just the idea of what if, and then instead of a negative expectation, like we all do, I just started believing that maybe somehow, some way it could get better for me. That was like the first step in me starting to train my mind to work in my favor. And most Mm -hmm. people habitually and consciously and unconsciously do the opposite. They expect the worst. They talk negatively to themselves Mm -hmm. about their life. And they're at a complete disadvantage because of that. So I, I could not do that to myself. It was pure survival. I was in a fight for my life. And I started doing anything I could to just get through each moment and each day to hopefully one day getting out. And so that was the first step. Now, you, did you have a question or do you want me to, I want to go to the next step? But no, no, keep going. Yeah, this, this okay. is fantastic. No, I'm, I'm making notes to circle back to a couple of things, but I, I'm oh, that's loving good. this. So the next step was... Uh, a gratitude perspective is huge. If you believe that things good are, are coming and you can see the good or find the learning lesson and experiences, I, like, like I said, you're at a massive advantage. So, you know, I just started searching for reasons why my experience could, could potentially benefit me. I was just trying to find that silver lining. I was aware of the negatives, but I wasn't going to hyper-focus on them because it would just lead right. me to feel distraught, sad, depressed, fearful. And so, The next thing I started doing was I would just ask myself, well, what can I do right now in this cell to just Mm -hmm. better myself, to be productive? Like, what can I do to reinforce those beliefs? And so every day I started working out, reading and writing. Those are the only things I really had within my control. But I started doing them every single day without failure. I'd get up, I'd clean my cell, I'd work out, I'd read a book or write a letter back home. And every single day that became a routine. But when I was doing those things, I was constantly reminding myself that I get to work out. Like I have arms and legs. I'm alive. I right. get to work out. I'm healthy. And 
And I get to write these letters back home. I have family members who want to hear from me or supporting me. Or I get to read this book. I get to learn about this person or read this story and use my imagination. Like I get to. And so what happened was I was reinforcing again that gratitude perspective. I was thinking about what good could come from my situation. And I was reinforcing the gratitude of what mm-hmm. I had mm-hmm. versus dwelling on what I didn't have. And so those two things created a massive paradigm shift in the way I continue to operate today and how I see the world, how I react in situations. Like one of the greatest gifts that I can share with somebody else, a guy that I coach or someone that I'm talking to, is helping them to understand that everything in life could serve you based on the way mm-hmm. that you interpret it and based on the way you talk to yourself. Right. I tell guys all the time, I never lose. Since those moments, I've never lost in anything. I either win uh-huh. or I learn. I, I win. Or I, I learn. learn. Yes. Uh-huh. I never lose. So if it goes my way, great. I won. If it doesn't, or I'm faced with adversity, I will sit there and analyze it. And I'll ask myself, how can I learn and grow from this situation? What is the the teaching point? What is the silver lining? What is the change that this is going to elicit in my life that could potentially help me down the road? And so that way of thinking. It's like a superpower, man. It it really is. And that's what I started doing all throughout my incarceration. From that moment forward, I really felt like I had control of my mindset. But here's the thing. Positive thinking by itself is useless. It won't change your life. It won't help you. You have to combine it with some action that reinforces that thought process. Mm -hmm. Because if I just sat there on my bunk all day and thought, well, this is just happening for me. God has a plan. Everything's fine. Eventually, I would have not believed that if I wasn't taking action. Like eventually doubt would have crept in. You know, I would have been like, you're full of shit, Sean. Like you're stuck in this cell. But it was because I was taking massive action every day, just working out, reading, writing, that I was doing something positive that continued to give me the belief that maybe things could get better. Maybe this is happening for me. Maybe like, you know, it it kept that belief alive. So the positive action combined with positive thoughts, Mm -hmm. that's what, man, it, it turns you into an unstoppable force. Oh, I love it, man. Oh, this is so powerful. It, I feel like you've listened to a ton of my podcasts in, in every bit of this. <laughs> it's great. W- when you come across someone who has a very similar mindset and belief system, it, uh, it's really refreshing and it's really powerful. And it, it reinforces a couple things. You know, for everybody listening, you're the average of the five people you get around. So find people who have a mindset like this and are constantly working on themselves and their mindset. And, and for listeners, man, if this is not the like perfect story to exemplify the fact that, you know, somebody's in prison and look at what Sean has done. Uh, the, you know, we talk a lot about most people don't lack resources. They lack resourcefulness. And so using what you have to it, to the fullest extent, will grow that's planting those seeds of consistency and self-mastery and self-discipline that are just gonna over time and we don't know the time period right we don't know the time period but planting those seeds over and over consistently a farmer doesn't plant seeds and not expect the the field to come up at some point yeah. it just depends on what seed you plant and how long the field to, how long those they take to uh, to come up so man i love this this is this is really powerful so so you went through that you, massive mindset change. Uh, clearly, you made you know serious steps to um, to better yourself, better your mindset, and create your focus. When did you have the idea and the uh, the entrep- When did the entrepreneurial bug bite you to 
to develop the business that you have now and tell us a little bit about that transition. And also was that during the time you were incarcerated or was it after? Yeah. I mean, I just literally started off by wanting to become someone I was proud of. That was the whole focal point of my daily actions. Every day I just wanted to go to sleep knowing I gave my all and didn't matter my circumstances. I did whatever I could with those circumstances to create that feeling. So after X number of years doing this, being incarcerated, mm-hmm. I started having other guys who were approaching me, asking me, Sean, how are you so motivated? How are you so disciplined? Uh, mm-hmm. We see you working out every day. Can we work out with you? Or what books are you reading? They were just intrigued because I was different than all the other guys who were in prison. And so I right. started showing these guys the college courses I was taking or what mm-hmm. books I was reading or we would work out together. And I started seeing them change. I started seeing them get results from our workouts or to start thinking differently about their life. They were talking differently. And it was so cool to see that transformative process in them sharing the same things that have worked for me with these guys. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, man, like this is what I'm meant to do. I, I'm here yeah. on this earth to serve. I want to help people to make changes in their lives the same way I've been able to change mine. So when I got out, my mindset was that I want to help people. I want to speak. I want to coach. Like I started to have that vision. And so, man, when I got out, I worked like an odd job with my uncle for a couple months, like one month, hated it every day. I knew that I had a vision (laughs) that I wanted to do. So then I was able to start working in a gym with an Mm -hmm. old friend who was doing personal training. And the whole time we were there, I knew it was just a stepping stone. I'm not an employee. Like, I didn't want to sure. be told what to do. I wanted to pursue my vision, my ideas. And so after six months, I left that gym and I started my own company doing in-person fitness coaching. And I knew, again, that was just another stepping stone to a bigger stage, a bigger platform. And then when sure. COVID shut all the gyms down, that's when I pivoted my business online. And I started mindset, fitness, nutrition courses. I started teaching people all the things that I did to improve my life when I was incarcerated. And mm-hmm. a lot of people were locked down. A lot of people were struggling with depression, anxiety, lack right. of consistent routines. And so I got a lot of clients during COVID that went through my online coaching program on my Zoom calls that got great results. And I just continued to leverage uh, those results and build mm-hmm. my brand long term. Love it. I love it. That's beautiful. That was uh, That was a hard time for all of us, man. I feel you. That's when I had started this company in February of 2020 based literally the, and 90% of the company was based around in-person sales trainings. <laughs> so I'm with you. I'm exactly in that same boat. So I had yeah, the same but here's the thing. online presence. Here's the thing though. Every time there's adversity in our lives, it creates uh-huh. an opportunity that wouldn't have been there otherwise. So yeah. had COVID not shut the gyms down, I might've kept doing in-person training and, mm-hmm. and kind of like held back on going online because I, oh, I don't know what to do. Will I be successful? Mm-hmm. I got this little bit of money and success over here. So one of the healthiest things we can do is embrace change. And adversity mm-hmm. oftentimes forces our hand. It forces us to, to do something different. Mm-hmm. Like COVID, now the whole world's different. People are doing Zoom calls all over. Um, yeah. You know, they're understanding the power of digital products or digital coaching, mm-hmm. online coaching. So, yeah. And like, that's the thing. We were talking about this earlier whether you're in sales or you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, the first step is having the right mindset. Like I said earlier, I never lose. I win and I learn. How many Mm -hmm. times in sales or in business are things not going your way and you're stressed financially, you know, you're 0 for 4 in your last calls, money's 
you know, declining or whatever it is. There's a recession looming. Like mm -hmm. prison gave me the ultimate mindset for the journey of entrepreneurship because uh -huh. it's high stress, high pressure. You have to force the results. You have to force the growth to happen. And so that's the first step for anyone listening. Like if you don't have a strong mindset and you're not constantly training your mind to work in your favor, you're at a massive disadvantage. Now, the mm -hmm. second thing is what are your daily habits? The guy who takes care of his health, who eats foods that are nutritious, that use foods for fuel, he doesn't abuse it, right? The guy who's sober, the guy who's constantly educating himself and has these routines and habits in place, that guy can do anything he wants in life, mm -hmm. right? Anything, because he has that belief in himself and he has a track record of showing up. So his subconscious mind knows that, man, I'm a winner. I show up. I'm consistent. I don't mm -hmm. make excuses. I don't sleep in. I don't hit snooze. Like It's so important that we're looking for ways constantly to cultivate that superior version of ourselves, right? right? Because then learning the skill set of sales or learning the skill set of marketing or learning the skill set of whatever becomes much more feasible because you have that belief in yourself and you have the work ethic, right? You have that work ethic. Built. Mm -hmm. And then when you're on a sales call, guess what? People feel your certainty. They feel that confidence. Yeah. It's a transfer of energy. So if you're uh -huh. trying to sell people stuff, but you don't even believe in yourself and you're not taking care of yourself, you're passing on uncertainty. It doesn't matter if you know the scripts, you know the product. It's you who's selling the product. So mm -hmm. the greatest thing that we can all do in any area of life for personal and professional reasons is dedicate our, our lives to becoming our best self, like literally mm -hmm. in every aspect of life. And then you'll have massive amounts of success, of success in whatever it is you want to do. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. Yeah, I've seen that in my own personal journey. I was uh, probably 35, 40 pounds heavier at one point in my sales career. And the minute I decided and said, you know, I'm tired of living like this and actually made a, a big change in my life and I got much more, much healthier, much more fit, man, you could instantly see the number. You, you could look at my fitness journey and you can track it by the number, my sales numbers, um, yeah. just right on the, right on the month, month after month, all of a sudden they start going up and up and up and it was directly related. I have zeroed out. And so Hundred percent. That's actually an entire chapter in the. I'm writing a book right now on the sales process. I have a whole chapter on how important it is to be that complete person because it carries through everything you do in life. Is you know we we talk a lot in the show. Sales is not the performance of an hour. It's the overflow of a, a life of a complete person. And I love so much of this this conversation that we have or having right now. So tell us a little bit more about uh, what you're currently doing. You've got. A lot of things going. You'd mentioned a, uh, you know, that was still your thunder, but tell us about all the different things that you do. If when people connect to you, what can they, you know, what can they experience? How can, what avenues can they take? Yeah. So, I mean, the most important value I have is being a family man. First of all, I have my beautiful wife and children. Like that's all I wanted when I was incarcerated was to be able to have mm -hmm. a family and to, you know, show them how to live the right way and be there for them. Like I'm so fortunate, man. I truly am. Um, from a professional standpoint, I help men who are business owners, entrepreneurs, really just dial in their mindset, their habits, make sure they're working out, they're eating the right foods, they're doing all the right things to become that best version of themselves that they want to be. So mm -hmm. that's something that a lot of people neglect because they're busy working. They want to be successful. They want to make money. It's a lot of pressure and a lot for people to put all the pieces together especially if money's low and business isn't going well, that's what yeah. you're going to hyper-focus on. But long-term, 
people tend to keep focusing on business at the detriment of their own self-care and their routines. And so what I teach guys to do is how to be the healthiest, fittest, most determined, most dialed in version of themselves. So I have an app and it's literally my app that we created. It has them structure. Okay. Uh, we structure for them daily workouts, nutrition guidelines, other habits that they want to form like a morning routine. Maybe they want to quit drinking. Maybe they mm -hmm. want support in other areas of their life. So we can structure their daily blueprint that they follow on the app. And then we do coaching calls with them every single week. Um, in addition to that, just this year, I started coaching people on how to become more influential on social media to create opportunities, whether you want to grow mm -hmm. your existing business, start an online business, you want to speak on stage, whatever you want to do. You want to build those powerful relationships that get you in the right rooms. This is something mm -hmm. that I've done very well to advance my career is build those relationships with people who can help mm -hmm. you to further your career and create more opportunities. So right. I coach I coach guys who are young, hungry, and motivated on how to okay. amplify their message on social media. Um, in addition to that, uh, speaking something I'm so passionate about. That was a vision I first had when I was incarcerated. And I worked really hard to refine my message and cultivate the right relationships with people who could put me on stage and allow me to make that impact and serve the way that I want to, that I know I'm here to do. Um, and so, yeah, I get to speak often. I travel every month, sometimes multiple times a month to speak mm -hmm. and to share my story and my message with audiences who are looking to live the ultimate life, man. They want to grow. They want to learn. Love it, man. Love it. Let, let's circle back. One of the things that this podcast is absolutely known for is every single episode, we try to give the listeners a nugget, an actionable, um, an, an actionable piece of value that they can implement immediately. Uh, so it's kind of a two-part question. Uh, so with that context, the, the question is, you know, what is one of the probably the biggest limiting mindsets that you come across when you're dealing with, you know, top performers, with business owners? Uh, so talk about that biggest limiting mindset a little bit. And then let's give somebody something that they, a discipline or, or just something, a piece of value they can implement right away to start seeing that success and a difference in their life. Yeah, well, I think it's a lot of it's an evolution of the way you perceive yourself. So I have a lot of guys who maybe they've had success or they've done things a certain way to an extent, and they don't realize like they have to evolve their mindset and their vision of who they can become and what they can do. Like that's the first step mm -hmm. is believing that you can put all the pieces together, being able to see yourself healthier, being able to see yourself feeling, you know, more fit, um, better relationships. Like that vision is so important because that's what we're going to grow into and lean into. So I think one of the biggest limitations I see with people is just not believing that they can put all the pieces together, not believing mm -hmm. that they can be that person. You have to sure. believe that you can be that person and really know the details of how that guy operates, what he looks like, how he lives before you can become that person. So a lot of it is like teaching them really how to visualize that. What are the details helping them to connect to that vision and then starting to align their daily habits to that man. So that over time okay. right, we lean, we lean into that growth. So it's conversations like this. Um, I have mm -hmm. a lot of like templates and, and writing strategies that I've personally used that help sure. people to kind of pull this information out of them to extract these details. And then over time, it's just literally connecting to this process daily and knowing who you're becoming and knowing why you want to be that person. And it's so powerful. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how we grow, man. We have to know where we're going and why we want to get there. That's the first step. Right. So being able to visualize that destination and see it, see that picture clearly to the point that it, it is that beacon every single day. Yeah. That's like that true north in our life, right? Well, here's the thing too. Like 
<clears throat> sometimes the vision is a little cloudy and people say, well, I don't really know what that looks like. I don't, I don't know what I'm going to want in 10 years. So sometimes we start by eliminating things like, oh, you don't want to drink anymore. Okay. You don't want to watch TV anymore. Okay. Um, you don't want to feel stressed out anymore. Okay. You don't want to abuse food anymore. Okay. Like let's start by eliminating things. And a lot of times that starts helping us to get clarity. And then we might just identify a couple of things like Sean, I want to, I want to be fit. I want to lose this 50 pounds. Um, I want to be more present with my family. Like all of a sudden the details start to materialize. And then bit by bit that clarity comes as we're taking action. A big misconception that people have is they need this perfect plan and perfect vision before they start taking action. You don't. The action over time is what creates clarity. Okay. So you just have to identify who I don't want to be. What are those things I need to eliminate? And then what are a couple things I need to start embracing that's going to move me forward in life? And mm -hmm. down the road, you get more ideas, more clarity. You start to have more certainty in yourself because you're taking action. And right. that's that's where the transformation begins. But it's really about what do you want and why do you want it? I want to know why. That's almost mm -hmm. more important because on the days you're feeling stressed, on the days you're fatigued, on the days you're challenged, like what does it even matter? What is it for? Mm -hmm. And if you can stay firmly connected to that why and there's an emotional connection there, it's going to pull you through a lot of adversity in life. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I love this. This is, um, you know, I'm listening to just this morning. I, uh, I started, I, this is drive time university. You know, so many of the people in the trade, they are in, you know, in, in windshield time. You know, we talk a lot about how in a 15 year career of outside sales or service tech or something like that, if they use their windshield time as education time, that's the equivalent of three PhDs which wow. in kind of relates to you being able to uh, in for everybody who didn't do the math on the number of days, that's five and a half years incarcerated. Right. So yeah. that enabled to achieve four degrees while you're incarcerated. And uh, so, yeah, that's the, you know, kind, kind of similar, obviously. Well, it's yeah, I a mean, little more captive, but uh, the book, but, but the book I listened to today is Brian Tracy's no excuses. And we, it's talking all about self-mastery, which is perfect to uh, what we're talking about right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was incarcerated, I had so many books sent in on personal development. Mm -hmm. uh, I read every book that you've ever pretty much heard of uh, on personal development and all the, all the, you know, most notable authors and the, you know, the most prominent books. The crazy uh -huh. thing was I would read them. And I had already had realizations or made changes that these authors were talking about. And so what I realized is like human potential and this growth that we all go through, like we're aware of these things. We kind of know instinctually or intuitively what to do. Most people just mm -hmm. don't make the change or they don't, right. you know, so being in jail just gave me a, a lot of time to think and generate awareness and get very clear mm -hmm. on who I want to be. And I just started to connect the dots on how to get there. I love it. So when you're working with um, working with men, so give us a little bit of clarity here. Specifically, your demographic is is men. Uh, do you yeah. work with women as well? What give us your key demographic here, real quick? Yeah, key demographic: men, twenty five to forty five. Um, you know, kind of a little bit of <laughs> there's a spectrum there. Some of these guys that reach out to me have seen my story, and they're just coming off of a bad stretch of maybe drinking too much, neglecting themselves, and they just need to build like a foundation. They need the right mindset, habits, and discipline, and they need accountability and support. You know, so that's what we provide for them. We give them a, a plan, a map that they can follow, and we make sure they do the work each and every day. And the coolest thing about 
my my company and my program is mm-hmm. there's a lot of individuals involved. So I have team members, but then also the other men going through the program. We all sure. are interacting every day in a group chat on my app. We mm-hmm. do weekly coaching calls. So it becomes more of like a brotherhood where these guys can lean on each other and feel a part of something. And when you're striving to change on your own, it's daunting and we'll have doubt mm-hmm. and we'll quit and give up. But when you're doing it with other men who you can relate to and you identify with and you see them getting results, it gives you inspiration and hope. So that's what right. we do. We bring these guys who just need um, to recalibrate and refocus in their lives. We give them direction and the support to get there. You know, I have uh, other guys who come into the program who they're not battling addiction. They're not down and out. They just know they need to tweak some things to hit that next level. So maybe it's the business owner who had a big year financially, but he noticed his relationships, his self-care, some things are slipping and he knows Mm -hmm. he's better than that. He, He needs that person, me or my guys to be in his ear, reminding him of, Hey, you're better than that. Hey, you're capable Mm -hmm. more. And we force that growth. You know, I tell guys all the time, like we will force that growth in you. Once you enter our program, there's no option. It's either we're going to get the results you want, or you're going to disappear and block me on social media and never talk to me. (laughs) Sure. I love it. That's that's powerful. That's the level of commitment that I'm here to provide for people. Like I don't want to waste time. I don't want, you know, I'm not going to appease you and your excuses. I'm going to get very clear on who you want to be. And I'm going to hold that standard for you because we all need that. We need that accountability. Sure. So when you are the perfect segue, the question I was thinking about asking is uh, when you're working with those, with any of the people and you talked about how important it is to get clear on their why, how do you take someone through that? Cause that's one of the, I, I've coached a lot of people and that's one of the biggest questions I get is, I've, I've always heard I'm supposed to have a why that makes me cry, but I don't know how to get there. I don't know how to solidify that and get clear on it. What? How do you take them through that exercise for that awareness to define what that why is for them? Yeah, I mean, everyone will initially say it's their wife and kids. And then I go, well, why are you like all fat and unhealthy? You're going to die early. You really care about them and you're just neglecting your health. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I mean but I love them. And so I, I, I go, well, look, man, I know you love your wife and kids, but there might be something deeper that we got to tap into. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is we make a list of what are the five most impactful and emotional memories that you have of your life? Like right now, you probably thought of something like, what is it? What are those five things? It might be from, you know, childhood. It might be something to do with your parents. It might be that you're a boy at school. It might be your first girlfriend cheated on you. Like what are those things that just still like cause that mm-hmm. heartache? And it might be positive things too. Maybe the day your daughter was born for me getting out of prison, like what is it? So we want to kind of get an idea of what are the most emotionally charged experiences of your life. And from there, we kind of start to flesh out like, how does that motivate you now to be the man you want to be? Like, how can you use that emotion as a catalyst that's going to drive you? So for me, my why is first, I didn't play college sports. I didn't become a professional baseball player. That will forever be a chip on my shoulder in a healthy way. Like now I'm an athlete, I'm a coach, I'm living my dream. I love it. But I still remember when I was a kid having that dream that went unfulfilled. So I'm going to give maximal effort in my life now to make, you know, that kid's broken dreams meaningful. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm making it right now. So another component is not having the parents I needed. Both my parents were battling addiction. They're both gone now. They passed away. Mm -hmm. It, it caused me so much heartache to go through that. 
I'm going to be the best dad and the best husband in the world because I know that pain. Right. Right. And so the third piece obviously was going to prison and the regret I felt just for who I had become or who I hadn't become like that feeling has etched in my, my heart and soul forever. And that's Mm -hmm. the ultimate driving force behind me wanting to really live the most amazing life I could. It's like, I know what's at stake if I don't give my all. So I hope guys just to think a little deeper and it takes time to extract some of these things, but having this type Mm -hmm. of conversation and some of the written dialogue really helps them to get more clear on what is that burning desire within them that's going to push them. I love it. That's super good. You know, that's something that personally I do um, every year. I'll I'll, towards the end of the year, I'll start into next year's planning and and goal setting. And actually, I recently heard since I'm going to really work on this next year, which really ties into this. It's less about goal setting and it's much more about setting personal standards that you choose not to compromise on. And when you set those personal standards that I am the type of person that X, Y, Z, then you're going to achieve the things that you want to achieve. So that's my my mission for this year. And also clarify that, that uh, you know, the why, um, because our why can change over time as well. Um, it's one of those things as we start to achieve, you know, it, it that navigation starts to change a little bit and we realize deeper and deeper you know why we're doing things to you know how can we make a bigger and bigger impact Uh, so i love that so how did you get connected to victor rancourt Uh, one of the reasons we're of course doing this episode this is the speaker series you're actually number five in the speaker series for um, for everybody listening the profit rocket growth summit 2023 in september uh, in Austin, Texas, is coming up. And so uh, Sean Michael Crane is going to be one of the keynote speakers there. So if you are resonating with him today, make sure to grab a ticket and get to that event. You get a chance to grab the VIP package so you can meet him in person and really get some uh, get some face-to-face, get some uh, some time there. But how did you connect to Victor? How did you get on the speakers list there? Had you known him before? Uh, tell us a little bit about that relationship and how you got involved. Yeah, so Victor and I connected um, last year. It was actually right after I'd gotten out of the hospital with my daughter. She was battling pneumonia. We were in the hospital for two weeks. One of her lungs collapsed. It was like one of the Ooh. most painful experiences of my life, you know. I bet. Um, it was so scary. And we had been talking briefly before that, just crossed paths on social media. And he kind of reached out to me. was just talking about some personal things that he wanted to improve, you know, mm-hmm. coming from the perspective of a business owner with a lot on his plate. And so he and I cultivated a relationship and, you know, we talk often, uh, we'll talk on the phone. Um, you know, we've done certain events together already. Like I've gone down to, you know, um, I think it was called the white tent party at his location in Orange County. Uh, we flew mm-hmm. to Pennsylvania a couple months ago and did some trainings and some coaching with guys. So we've teamed sure. up on some things and we have a very similar mindset and we just want to be the best. We want to, you know, serve, mm-hmm. coach, help people. So um, when he was put on his event, he asked me that if I would come speak and share my story and deliver a powerful message to the audience. So that's what I mean. Like by, if anyone's listening, the power of relationships is, is paramount to your success, right? Earlier mm-hmm. I shared about mindset habits and skill set. Well, the fourth component of success is relationships. When you work on yourself to such an extent that now you're valuable to the world, you, you know, that's for your first job. It's like work on yourself to such an extent that you're extremely valuable. 
then make sure you get in the right rooms with people who can mm-hmm. see your value and can help you leverage that value so you can make more money, make more impact and create more opportunity. So that's what I've done using social mm-hmm. media and going to other events, um, building powerful relationships with people. It's helped me immensely to get on bigger stages and to get, you know, to grow my business and just to get more and more exposure online and in the world mm-hmm. of HVAC, in the world of the trades, in the world of personal development, everything that I do. Right. Oh, love it, man. That's, that's, uh, that's fantastic. So one other thing that I uh, I'm curious about, you had mentioned coming up in uh, Puerto Rico, you've got a mastermind that you're working on. Uh, tell, yeah. Is that, tell us a little bit about your masterminds because this sounds incredibly intriguing and a very high level way to get highly involved and almost like a, uh, just a, a, a fast start into incredible change. Yeah, the masterminds are amazing. Um, we had one in Atlanta at the beginning of the year, another one in Santa Barbara, where I'm from in April. I have one uh, next week in Dallas. I'll be speaking at an event in Dallas. So I'm hosting an okay. uh, in-person mastermind and then the Puerto Rico one next month. So the coolest thing is I started doing these just to get my coaching clients in person to, mm-hmm. to hang out, to meet each other, to have a really fun weekend together. But then I realized like those in-person experiences are so impactful and right. it's really a catalyst for so much growth because now we're talking about their vision in person. You know, we're exercising together. We're really peeling back the layers and just getting to know each other on a deeper level. And I just saw it have such a massive impact on the men that I was already coaching. So I started opening these up really to the public and we'll do about 10 to 15 guys in Puerto Rico because we want to keep it small and intimate and that's Mm -hmm. where the the impact takes place right and i mean we got some really cool guys coming out like lance bachman who's crushing it in the trades i don't know if you know who lance he's gonna come out actually booked uh here in a couple weeks he's gonna be on on the show yeah so he's gonna come out and speak to the guys attending talk about his story his level of success lance is someone who i've been able to cultivate a relationship with who i have tons of respect for who i've been able to do some cool things in business and on a personal level with Mm-hmm. Um, so we have we have guys who are hungry to grow. They want to hit that next level. They want to build relationships with other motivating, powerful individuals. So mm-hmm. uh, we're going to go out to Puerto Rico August 23rd to August 26th. And it's so beautiful out there. We're going to go out and hike in the, the rainforest that they have there, explore the island. Being out mm-hmm. in nature is so good, too, because like we're business guys. We're on social media. We're on Zoom. We're in technology. Right being able to disconnect and getting away from that for a couple of days is so rejuvenating, gives you so much clarity. And I feel like it just helps us to realign. So then when you combine that with things like just goal setting, vision creation, getting tapped into that wire on a deeper level, and then pushing ourselves physically, going on runs, doing workouts, like really getting out of our comfort zone. It's such a powerful catalyst for really a paradigm shift and to level mm-hmm. up. So right. I'm, I'm so excited, man, for guys to come out and experience that next month. Uh, we still have availability. So if anyone listening, if you, if anyone you know could be interested, personally and professionally, those are the type of experiences that are life-changing. Love it. So if somebody, I, I don't know that this this episode is going to release in time. I'll do everything I can to make that happen. But how does someone get in contact with you to find about where and when the masterminds are going to be? Yeah. So if you have any of my social media handles that you're going to share, they can just DM me there. I can okay. share 
you know, the, the landing page and the website with information. But honestly, the easiest way to connect with me on Instagram is Sean M. Crane. That's my personal account. You can just DM me or on Facebook. It's Sean, S-E-A-N, and then Michael Crane. And you can just send me a message and I answer all my my um, DMs. So if you don't make it to Puerto Rico, we're going to have more events and more opportunities to connect. And I'd love to share what those are with anybody interested. I love it, man. Um, absolutely. I'll, I'll put all of your links in too. So everybody listening, uh, look at the episode notes for the show. I know a lot of times, uh, like I mentioned, we're in drive time. We're not always, it just it comes up new, new podcast notification. We listen. Uh, yeah. If you're listening right now, actually open up the episode notes and, and look into it. I'll make sure to have all of the links uh, for Sean, how to contact Sean um, if, for all the different ways. And uh, man, I am loving this conversation. You know, in order to be better, we have to be better. And, you know, it's a decision. You know, the fortune favors the, the people that actually make a clear decision and move forward in that decision. And uh, leap in the net will appear is the, the phrase that always goes through my mind over and over as I'm growing my own business. And then everyone like yourself that I talk to, uh, just it, it over and over, it shows how powerful that is and how much it, it is true and, and, you know, holds true in life. So, man, I love it. Well, it is getting close to time to land this plane here in a couple minutes. I appreciate you hanging out with me. Before we go, what is, um, give us a, so everything we've talked about, uh, is that what we're going to be covering at the event? Or is there uh, another topic that you're going to be covering? Well, I can't, I can't give away everything, right? No, I mean, yeah, of course. honestly, <laughs> I, I use my story to to get people to listen. I mean, it, it's something I went through that was extremely challenging, but it taught me so much about life and it gave me some unique ways to, to share with people and some different perspectives that I feel can add value to people's lives. So I'm excited to challenge people in attendance at profit rocket to help them to see things slightly different. And the goal is man, that we can just soak up as much of this life as possible. Right. Mm -hmm. All the good, all the experience, the growth, the success, everything. And my message is like, you can have it all, but you have to become that person that can create the outcomes that you're wanting to create. Right. A lot of people want more money and want more success, want to grow their business, but they have very low grade habits. They're not working on themselves. They don't have the right Mm -hmm. mindset. So I know from experience that when we get our mindset right, we take care of our bodies, we work out, we eat healthy. Like everything that we do every day is to make us the best version of ourselves. It carries over in all aspects of life. And you can have the best marriage, be the best parent, have the, the best business, be the best leader for your team and put all the pieces together. And so I'm excited, man, to um, ignite the crowd and the audience at Profit Rocket, get to meet some amazing people, see the other speakers, get to meet you in person. And if, if you're listening, come and speak and you're going to Profit Rocket, um, come and say hi. Like I'm, I love building relationships with people and getting to hear from people, uh, having conversations. I'll have a bunch of books I'm giving away for free. And if you're not going to Profit Rocket, you better buy your ticket because it's going to be the biggest event of the year with some of the Agreed. most incredible speakers um, that will will help you in your life to make change or to to improve somehow, some way. So you got to get in those rooms. That's where the growth mindset comes in. That's where you build the relationships with people that change your future and the opportunities that you get. 
Love it, man. Well, that is exactly what I was hoping for. Uh, to everybody listening, you heard it here first from Sean Michael Crane. Get your ticket. It will sell out. I know for a fact uh, this the the it's been about a 10x growth year after year uh, for this event, and it's going to be no different this year, I'm sure. Uh, so it will sell out. The hotel is listed as well, so make sure you book your room fast because the host hotel will also sell out. And it's going to be one of the most incredible times. I'm excited to speak there and to pour some some wisdom in. Thanks, Sean, for joining us today. Um, love the mindset, man. We win or we learn, and we don't lose. And that's uh, that's powerful. Thanks for bringing your message today. And uh, yeah, everybody out there listening, hope you got some value from this. Make sure to join the Close It Now Facebook group. I will post uh, this podcast in there. I'll post all the links to be able to contact Sean Michael Crane. And just search Close It Now on Facebook. It will come right up. Or go to closeitnow.net. That is the website. Or email me, sam at closeitnow.net. And I'm easy to get a hold of. And I will connect you to Sean to make sure that you have all of the available access to him. If you're ready to up-level your life, and you're a man between 25 and 45, um, it, you owe it to yourself. You are worth becoming a better person so you can serve your family, serve your community, serve your business better, and live the life that you wanted to, live the life that you've always dreamed of. So thanks for listening today, everybody. I appreciate, I'm grateful for every single one of you, and we'll end this like we always do. Go save the world one heat stroke at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.